I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Joe Watling. My favourite trilogies is The Lord of the Rings and the second book and movie in the trilogy is called The Two Towers. In the middle of the story there is a huge battle raging. The enemy, the orcs, are pursuing the people. They want to destroy all of humankind. All the people are hiding in a mighty fortress called Helm's Deep. If you haven't seen this movie, can I encourage you to watch it because it is so awesome and encouraging and powerful. Anyway, in the story, the king, Theoden, sees the vast enemy advancing from a distance and he is overwhelmed and afraid. And as he looks at the strength of the army approaching, he says, what can men do against such reckless hate? It's a powerful moment in the story. And then the hero of the story, Aragorn, whispers, Ride out with me. Ride out for death and glory. Our passage today is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3. He is telling us about the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist in the River Jordan. In many ways, what is going on at that time in the book of Luke is not dissimilar to that scene from Lord of the Rings. The reason the people are flocking to the river to be baptised by John is because they have been taken over by an enemy force, by the Romans. They've been occupied. They are spiritually desolate and they are desperately in need of a saviour. The enemy wants to destroy God's people. They are held captive. The enemy surrounds them. They have been crying out to God for a messiah. John the Baptist and many others have prophesied his coming and now he is here. Jesus has arrived. He is 30 years old and is about to begin his three-year ministry on earth. He is about to tell the world that there is hope and salvation. There is a God who loves them and longs to be reconciled to them. There is an enemy, but God is stronger and will defeat him. So here comes Jesus. Let's read the passage. Reading from verse 21. When all the people were being baptised... Jesus was baptised too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought, of Joseph. There's a lot in this passage and there's a a lot that's been written about this passage and also this passage has been dramatised by lots of different people. So in order to unpack this, I actually decided to stop listening to commentaries and watching videos um, of Jesus being baptised. I just went back to the passage myself and looked at a few statements where I wanted to know why. The first one, Jesus was baptised. Why? 
Why did Jesus get baptised? Jesus was God's son. He was sinless. There was no need for him to receive forgiveness. John the Baptist actually tried to refuse to baptise Jesus, saying that it was he, John, who should be baptised by Jesus, not the other way around. I believe that Jesus was baptised so he could become like one of us. He could get down to our level and prove that he was human like us. Another statement. It says in verse 22, he was praying. Why did Jesus pray? Jesus was always praying. He wanted us to pray. He showed us how to pray. He wanted us to pray so that we, like him, could have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. He got down on our level that day at the beginning of his ministry and he prayed for God the Father to be with him and to bless his ministry on earth. Later, in verse 22, it says, The Holy Spirit descended on Jesus. Remember back to the story of Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist. The angel told Zechariah that he was to have a son, which is huge news indeed. But he added to that, that his son would be filled with the Holy Spirit. At the beginning of his ministry, Jesus is showing us that we need the Holy Spirit too. Like John the Baptist and like Jesus himself. We need to repent and be baptised and we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit empowers us to do whatever it is that we are called to do. Jesus knew this. He couldn't perform a single miracle on his own as a human being. He needed the Holy Spirit in the same way that we need the Holy Spirit today. Only when Jesus was baptised and in praying and in full communion with God and full of the Holy Spirit did God say, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. The last few verses of this passage are a genealogy, a list of all the people Jesus was descended from right back to Adam. Why on earth do we need a list of names? Why on earth does Luke bother to record them? Matthew also gave the genealogy of Jesus in his gospel. He traced Jesus back to Abraham through his father Joseph's family tree. Luke, on the other hand, traces Jesus' heritage not to David or Abraham or even Adam, the first human, but to Adam's father, God. And he does it not through Joseph's family tree, but through Joseph's father-in-law. In other words, through his mother Mary's family tree. The reason for this is because Matthew was writing for the Jews and Luke's gospel was written for us, the Gentiles. While Luke's genealogy does identify Jesus as a descendant of important Jewish leaders, it also suggests that Jesus belongs not just to the Jews, but to the entire world. So this passage right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry is establishing four main things. We need to repent of our sins and be baptised in order to be saved. We need to pray and be in a daily relationship with God. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to fulfil our own ministries. Jesus came for everyone, both Jew and Gentile. We are all descended from God. Amen. So how to pray? 
it's fitting this Friday, I think, to pray as Jesus taught us and to let the Lord's Prayer inspire us more specifically for what God is calling us to do. God wants us to ride out with him. He wants us to face the enemy head on and all the attacks that the enemy hurls at us. He wants us to take this land for Jesus, as the song says. Just as Aragorn in The Lord of the Rings said to the frightened king, ride out with me, ride out for death and glory. Let's read the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.